0: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.
1: Hannah, what a great! Fun week last week, and so much to do and talk about on this show this week. How are you? I'm good. Good, awesome. We went to Unidad for the one year anniversary party. I, I feel, I feel a kind of kinship with them just in the fact that they started their restaurant within about three weeks. We started our podcast, right. so it's right around the same time. They were the first business to buy advertising on the EP podcast. Now, there are many more proud sponsors, and I appreciate each and every one of them. But They they gave us, they were the first ones to look at us and go, I think this podcast thing, there's something to it. And then they invited us to their one-year anniversary, and I just, I, I, I love it's going over I it been a year.
0: It. Yeah. No, it just seems like they still seem like a brand-new restaurant. That's right. the thing. They've been open for a year, but when you walk in, you still get this vibe that it's still fresh and brand-new. Right,
1: right, and I know, and it's been around for a year. It's becoming an Evergreen Park staple. We have some audio from that celebration we will hear it later on in this program. The Evergreen Park Girls Softball League, 16 and under All-Star team, won the state championship this past week.
0: That's awesome.
1: And so they start today. They are getting on the road this morning. They may be listening to this program right after it comes out on Monday morning. Okay.
0: Where are they headed?
1: There, I I we're gonna wait till the coach comes in and tells us because ah. I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know they're going nearby. They're playing, they're playing all the other states. So I'm sure it's like Wisconsin and Michigan and Indiana and Iowa. I think they're going to, I think they're going to Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. But they could be going to Michigan. We're going to wait till the expert gets down here. We have their (laughs) head coach. And then Ben Belton, Hollywood insider going to be joining us. He had a brush with Hugh Jackman. He tells me. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that as well. Okay. So much to do on this program. Your adult party, a huge smash.
0: Well, thank you. We talked
1: about this on the show for several weeks. I know people care about it. I do want to tell you. Why people care about it though, Hannah, before we (laughs) jump into it. Tell me why. We're going to get into what happened at your adult party. I ran into a woman at one of the events we were at over the last couple of weeks. I can't remember exactly which one it was. It was either the parade or a day in the park or someplace else. It may have been at Unadad. But I know that I had this conversation. I remember it vividly. I had a drink in my hand because I was having a good time at the event. I did that at all three of those events, so I'm not sure which one You always have a drink in your hand. I always got a drink in my hand. I'm having a good time, man. It's the summer. So this woman walks up to me. And sees the banner that says the EP podcast. And she goes, EP podcast. And I go, yeah. And she goes, I know Hannah. So I go, <laughs> oh, you're a friend of Hannah's, right? And she goes, no, I don't. No, I'm not a friend of Hannah's. This, is, Han- this is Hannah's show. <laughs> I was like, yes, wait, that's wait, right. Wait, 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 it's wait. It's Hannah's show. She All Hannah's. Was,
0: she said it was my show. She said it was show. your show. She said it was my show. She walked show.
1: up and she goes, I know Hannah. So she sees the side and she goes, EB Podcast. I know Hannah. And I'm like, well, this supposed to be a friend of hers. Could
0: they hear the air blowing out of your <laughs> ego just deflating right there? Just creating a breeze for right, everybody? Right. I was like,
1: you're right. It's Hannah's show. <laughs> you're Who my creative you? director. I'm Hannah's helper. My name's Chris. <laughs> Unidad, great time had by all. We had a blast at their 1 year anniversary. I was very very lucky to be invited. Hannah, you were lucky to be invited as well. Yes. I believe, I'm sure you feel that way. We walked around, we talked to some of the folks. Here is some audio from the Unidad 1 year anniversary party located right on 95th Street at 3339 West 95th Street. Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar with their 1 year anniversary with the EP podcast. Mayor Sexton, enjoying the one-year anniversary of Unadad, is this what you envisioned when you heard these guys were coming here? Well, I couldn't have envisioned that it would be this good.
2: Sal and Jamie, two local kids, have made it big on 95th Street. Food is incredible, service is incredible, and they have the nicest families around. So it kind of fits in Evergreen Park as,
1: as, a, as a family. If you haven't been here, you better get here. That's awesome. Your lovely wife is standing here as well. You're, you're getting to enjoy the nice little VIP party before it all starts. How many times do you tell them to take you out here? I mean you, go you here, drag them out here? We
2: go here a lot. You do? Yes, we do. I bring my daughters and daughter-in-laws uh, here for dinner, for their birthdays.
1: Well, you guys have a wonderful night.
2: Okay, you too.
1: I got the me and the ma and mimas sitting up here at the bar at Unidad, what, what do you want to say right now about this place one year in? Are you surprised in any way as to what this place has turned into?
2: Oh, it's fantastic. And you know, without uh, Unidad, Michelle and I wouldn't have been able to make all these beautiful desserts for them. I mean, everyone is just raving about them today.
1: You have one here that's like a big deal. I want to, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like, it's exclusive to them. Which yeah. one is it?
0: The tres leches cake.
1: Which one and tell me what's in that so if nobody's ever had it they know what to get.
0: Well it's a Mexican dessert and it's it's literally three milks that are poured into a cake and with a whipped cream frosting. So
1: Oh I've had it. Trust me. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I've I've had it. It's it's requested. Every night when I'm like I'm done and I'm full, my wife's like, no, you have to split it with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll come to the hotel, California.
2: To love the face. It up at the Hotel what a nice
1: surprise. Bring your alibi. Liam Durkin's out here performing live at the Unidad one year anniversary. What do you think about this patio, man? This thing's cool. I think it's great out here. Nice vibes. These lights really set everything off.
2: If you haven't been here, I think you should stop by. And if you haven't been to one of my gigs, I think you should uh, stop by one of them.
1: Where are you playing on? What's coming up soon for you? Uh, I don't know off the
3: top of my head. I'm bad with that. (laughs) But uh, you can follow me on Facebook. i got a website, too,
1: just liamderkin.com. Instagram, all that good stuff. You can find me. You sound great tonight. I'm (laughs) looking forward to a whole night of you. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. I'm sitting here with Rosario and she is the mama behind the Mama's Tacos at unidad Latin Kitchen and Bar. How long have you been making that recipe?
2: Oh Well, I haven't, I've been make, making it, oh, about 20, 25 years ago. 25 years ago. And, and did the kids like it? They never like <laughs> it. They never like it, <laughs> and Now. Sal, I mean, Sal didn't like it either. No, he didn't like it, nobody liked it. Now they grew up, they like they they start liking it, and he says that he wants to do a rest, want to uh, uh, do a restaurant with all my food. But when he was a kid, he never liked it.
1: And now he opens up an entire restaurant, and and he always has it on the menu. Are you are you surprised by that?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? It shows me uh, that he trusts and my food when <laughs> I no matter what. He, if he don't like it when he was a kid, you know? But I'm proud of him.
1: How surprised are you or proud are you that you, you see this a year later, what he built in just one year, him and his wife, Jamie?
2: Oh my God, I'm so surprised how, you know, the people, they support them, they love the food, and I'm so happy, you know, I love it.
1: Mike Thauer's been sitting here all night long. He's at the outdoor bar now. I just met Mike, I think he's my new best friend. Food's amazing, that's the thing, and, it, and the menu changes, so if you came here every night, you might pick something new every night,
4: right? Well, that's the best part about it, is that you never know what you're gonna get. Like, I mean, I had a lamb chop with chorizo, It's delicious. And I got the last one, it was even better. So yeah, the food changes, and that makes it that they place even better.
1: I have Sal and Jamie Munoz, they own Unidad, one year into it, did you think right now as you stand next to your second bar, out on your patio with your lights after you had live music out here and this huge crowd tonight, did you think that this was what was going to happen after one year in here? No. No?
0: I thought we would be divorced and and (laughs) (laughs) in bankruptcy. (laughs)
4: Uh, we were close, but she uh, she she loves me and I love her and uh, no I, I we, we didn't think at all I, I think it was something that uh, we just kind of rolled the dice on it and I was so blessed with my lovely wife who happened to uh, trust in me and uh, support me in this crazy ride and so uh,
2: no I never thought that this would happen it's crazy so
4: I, m- I met your mom the night
1: I uh, I told I told Mama that I love her Mama's tacos. She then told me that she didn't speak very good English, and then spoke to me for like 40 minutes. <laughs> so, I, I I would dispute that. How how important is you to you that like family showed up tonight? You had you had a lot of people here that were like in town that showed up to support you guys.
0: It means everything. It's our our whole world, and why we're here right now because of them. Uh,
4: yeah, I for me like to have my mom and actually my grandma and then my siblings, and actually now that it, like seeing everybody that came to, to for the party and. Tonight to support us, um, they're all family, and so it's it's extremely humbling. And and uh, you know, I don't know, I'm gonna
1: cry now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: the no, no, we'll just we'll just we'll just end it right now. With uh, we'll do a couple of shots, and we'll just we'll okay. just move on because right. yeah. because this is this is just been a great night. Congratulations to both of you.
0: Thank you so, Thank you, so, so much. Thank you so much. Happy
1: Birthday! Carter, I've never met you before. It's been a fun first 10 minutes just sitting down here talking baseball and softball with you. You're the coach of the EPGSL, that's the Evergreen Park Girls Softball League, 16 and under, senior league team. Is that what they're called? The yes, senior, senior, league team?
3: senior league division in Little League Baseball. And they've won the state championship exactly, already. Exactly, exactly. did an outstanding job. The girls worked hard. Um, we put together a pretty good team. Um, and you know, they fought the entire time in the state tournament. We were in Melrose Park, Illinois, playing in the state tournament. Um, we had a chance to play against Norwich, um, Tri-County and Archer Manor. Those were the other two. Tri-County
1: is who you had to beat at the end, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. From what I understand, it was an intense game because they're the kind of team that normally wins.
3: Yes. There's been a, a really, um, a, a great history, a great rivalry between, um, Tri-County and Evergreen Park, uh, when you get to the state tournament level, um, had a chance to talk to some of my predecessors about that. I've actually witnessed, you know, some games in the in the past. Um, t- a couple of years ago, and the year before, when they won some exciting state championship games. Um, because Tri County is um, a very, very, very good team. Y'all would bring a good program up, whether you're going out there to play them or whether they're coming up up north to play us.
1: So you guys are heading to the Central Region Championships now in Byron Center, Michigan, and if you win this week. You are going to move on to what is essentially the Little League Championship, but it's the the Senior League sixteen and under girls' softball championship. Exactly, exactly. That'll this be a big in Delaware. Deal. Yes. Yes now, it is. And they now they give you a bracket. Yes. How nice. bad I mean, like I, I mean you're just looking at it right now on your computer and if if you can't figure it out, but just kind of guess is this look like a 64-team tournament in the NCAA right no, now it's, that you're it's in? Or were you at? not
3: that big. Okay, um, you have here's our here are the participants. And I just got this bracket, believe it or not, um, where he finally sent it about an hour ago. Okay, uh, we will start against um, Kentucky. Okay, um, which is
1: um, so you're basically Illinois. Yes, we're Illinois. In this one, you're Illinois. Let so Evergreen you, Park 16 and under girls softball is Illinois. Do you change uniforms now? Um,
3: Do you wear something that says Illinois? Well, I have all the big wigs that are um, preparing all that for me. So we will have an <laughs> Illinois because we have to, you know, get the, the shirts for the All Star and okay. now we have for the um, Illinois. Um, so they have Michigan. Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky, and Illinois.
1: I hate all those states except for (laughs) Illinois. We're going to win, okay? We're going to be just fine. Right. (laughs) I feel good about it, okay? What's it like now? I mean, you guys have been playing for a while. I know All-Stars pretty much start up, especially in in EPGSL. In the end of June, yes. Yeah, right at the end of June. You're already kind of figuring out what you're doing before the 4th of July hits. And you're at this point here as the month is growing to a close. First of all, a heck of a ride. For you to be at this point now where you get to go into this tournament. Did you did you anticipate this? Like when you start doing it, do you think to yourself like this is a good possibility? Did you see this with this team like early on? You've got some talent here?
3: Yes, definitely. I mean I mean one of the, the great things about being part of this organization with um Evergreen Park Real Softball League is that we have a chance every year. You know, I don't I hope that doesn't sound, you know, too. Um, oh no, I believe you it. You know, so every- I coached
1: in that league a few years. It's a pretty good league. You've got a few girls I coached on your team. Okay,
3: great, great, <laughs> great. And so we have, you know, we have, we have a chance every year. Uh-huh. Um, we have a, a, a great offense, um, great pitching, great catching.
1: Now you head off. You go on this trip. Have you taken a team before on a trip like this? I, um, I know you told me that you coached some high school baseball, but have you ever taken a team on like? Something like this.
3: Yes. Well, um, funny you asked, A couple of years ago, we had we played in the state tournament in 2017 when we were part of the junior league um, okay. division, and um, we pretty made much the same group of girls. I would have. Uh, no, I have about about five girls left from that team. Okay. Um, that I had in 2017. So we've been on that on that ride through the um, state tournament. Uh, unfortunately, we came up short in 2017. We finished second in the state that year. So we've been as far as we've gotten this past weekend. And so you know, going to going out to regional, central region, playing, and this is new for us, for for
1: myself. But I have a couple of girls on this team who have done it before already. So now, what's the difference? Uh, how do you approach this as a coach when you have? I mean, these these girls. It says 16 and under, but I know you got girls that are that are just getting out of. They either just got out of grammar school. Some of them they're going into exactly. high school. Just so you have some younger kids on this team. You want them to enjoy the experience, but you also don't want them down at the hotel pool until two o'clock in the morning. How do you balance that when you're going to be the coach? Have you thought about
3: that? Oh yeah, definitely. Because you know they know you know we're here to we're here for a purpose. We're here to go out here and to make a statement. We're not here to come out here and lose a couple games and go home. You know all the preparation, all the fundraising that's going on, um, done about it by outstanding parents we have and the, and the young ladies that are right now working. Um, we're going to come down here to to, to win. You know, and one of the things that I like about our girls is they're battle-tested. You know, many of these girls have, have played in, in this kind of atmosphere before. You know, they know what to expect. It's almost like, you know, they're not rookies when it comes to the lights and the, um, the, the festivities that come along with us. So I don't think they'll be shocked by um, being out here in this tournament in, in, um, in Michigan. So, you know, they'll be ready. And I think, you know, you know with, with the pitching we have and the offense that we have, you know, we'll do, we'll do a good job. We'll have, we'll have a great showing.
1: I bet you you're a much better coach than me. I can tell already. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you do a fine job. Ed Carter, good luck to you and the girls of the EPGSL. Now the Illinois representative yes, in the yes. national tournament for the Senior Softball Little League Championships. Good luck to you guys. Thank you very much for having me. It's the middle of the show song. It's the middle of the show song. It's the middle of the show song It's the middle of the show song Chris had nothing to put here So he put this song It's the middle of the show song Alright, the adult party you, Yes You you had this uh, You did it on a rough day for you Yeah I feel bad for you And I, you know, I, I, I If if you don't want to talk about it, I understand it. But, I mean, it's it It was a rough day for you, the day that you... You have been playing as an adult party now for months. We talked about right. it on this show multiple times. Yes. And then you ended up in an, in an animal ER with your cat.
0: Yes. So 18 months this old. This is the new cat, too. 18 we, months old. Because we talked about how you lost the other cat. Yes. And then you got a new cat. A young one. And the new cat hugs you. He gives everybody a hug. And then you're in an ER with him. And it's not a good prognosis. No. So it's something called FIP, which I've never even heard of before. But if it does come back, confirm that that's what it is. It's fatal. That's pretty much the end. That's the end. That's, and he's 18 months old.
1: So hard too, I know, because you guys just got the cat. So he just was got, in, Charlie is the cat's name. Yeah. We were eventually... There was a name that we gave out on the show that we thought we were going to call Charlie. What was it? It just name? didn't...
0: Scotty Pods. But Scotty it just didn't Pods. stick. It just didn't right. stick. Charlie. This is little
1: Scotty Pods that we talked about yeah. on the other episode. Mm-hmm. And then you guys changed the name to Charlie. Yeah. Because you decided that my funny name... Well, what we came up with on the show wasn't good enough.
0: No, it wasn't good enough. Yeah, well,
1: I I still, I feel bad for Charlie. Yeah, he a. was a. in the ER Scotty for Pons. like
0: 15 hours. Then he was back in the ER Sunday night. So it's touch and go.
1: And then you still threw the party.
0: And I still Which I the think party. was a great well, idea. I called it off. I was Because you called distraught. it off and I was
1: like, oh my God, I, she doesn't. What are you going to do at this point? I mean, at this point, you kind of want to have, like, your friends around. I'm glad you decided to go ahead with the party. At the time, we just couldn't stop
0: crying. Right. Yeah, but I do want to say real quick um, that the biggest thing that was the nicest thing for me, I was distraught. I was in the ER. My husband, you know, he had to go back and teach at his music school. You know, he couldn't just, you know, cancel all his students. So I was sitting in the ER by myself, and I text the foster family that I got Charlie from. They live in the city, um, like around 100th and Halstead. And they dropped what they were doing. They drove into Orland Park and they sat with me for three hours.
1: Yeah, I thought that was crazy. do
0: uh, that... They don't, they, did, they,
1: did you know them? No. So you didn't even know Never them? Never
0: seen them before in person. And you text
1: them like, hey, that cat that you gave me.
0: Yeah, because we stayed in touch. I can't give her updates right. on how he's doing. Because it's very rare that an adopted... And
1: they were so upset about it, they came and sat with you. Yes,
0: him. for three hours. That's an
1: amazing story.
0: I can't tell you how in much a, that meant to me. In a world
1: full of like people being inhumane to each other like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Especially like they go on Twitter and they're just like, I hate you and I hate you. And, yeah. it, it, and, and all that other stuff to the fact that this complete strange these it was two of them it was, two, like the it was her and her husband so yes the couple comes and drives out and sits with you for a couple hours yes while you're alone while you're going through this with, yes. the, with the cat that they fought and
0: you know they talked me off of a proverbial ledge you know i was just absolutely distraught between her and her husband they just they had me calm That's they had me nice. at peace they were telling me stories about when they first found charlie and when he first came into their home and about the other foster cats that they have and it was just—it was a good—I dis- can imagine if I had to sit there all those hours by myself, like in a hard plastic chair, you know, watching Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory on repeat, because that's all they had on. I would have gone crazy.
1: I can imagine. That's a great story. Now I can't lead into the adult party thing, because after that amazing story that is has well, touched we can- me, we can- if I start talking about <laughs> the, the adult party, it'll just— now I have to. We have to split up this segment. Now I can't. I get. No, you, it you, was you,
0: no, because that would be what it was if like in right real life. Doing shots.
1: We, if we go right to doing shots in the deck, people are going to yes. think we're heartless. No.
0: Because that's how it was in real life. My husband got <laughs> home. I was crying. He was crying. He's like, Hannah, we can't sit here and cry all night. Call everybody. The party's back party's on. Party's back on. <laughs> so I'm begging everybody. I'm texting them. was like, okay, no, you probably already made plans, but please, can you still come over? And ev- literally every single person came over.
1: The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and queen of hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night though at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar, but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique tastes, comfort foods, And honestly, the best wings you're going to find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat-screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. Get out this summer. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island Attitude, Local Latitude. Ben Belton on the line with me. He's our Hollywood insider. You've heard him many, many times before. And Ben, uh, there is some interesting news that I don't know how I feel about. I'm curious what you think about it. And it has to do with James Bond 25, because it sounds to me like there's going to be a massive twist in the franchise. Tell me about it.
4: Well, the interesting thing about this is, is that um, there is a lot of misinformation going on about it. One of the cool things is is that um, so people have heard that, uh, of course, LaShawn Lynch is going to be the new uh, 007 and a lot of people are taking that to mean she's the next Bond. Well, she's going to be integrated into this as a 007 agent. And so we know from the past several movies that, you know, James Bond has tried to retire or is trying to retire. And so there's some questions how they're going to pass it off, but this is the 25th um, you know, film in the franchise. Uh, and so what they're looking to do is kind of find a way to integrate the idea of a new Bond. Now, a lot of people are saying that she's actually not going to be the new Bond, but it's kind of, um, I think they're kind of throwing it out there. This is just my speculating. They're throwing it out there just to kind of throw people off, but expect the next Bond to be a different one, regardless of it's whether it's her or it's somebody else.
1: The, originally, they were talking about the possibility, and I think his name is Idris Elba.
4: That's correct, yeah.
1: But the problem is, is that he's a darker-skinned man, and that upset people. And I don't have a problem with that whatsoever but I do have a problem, and I know people are going to be mad at me with this, but the whole idea was, was based on Ian Fleming's novels, and James Bond is just habitually male. I mean, and, and not only that, but like a womanizing male. So if she becomes a completely different character, fine, that would make sense to me. But if all of a sudden you're trying to tell me that this is, her, her name is Jamie Bond or something weird like that where she's supposed to be the the new it, the title's still going to say James Bond on the top of it, but she somehow is James Bond. It, that would be that would be something that would be bothersome to me. You don't think that's the case? You think she's just a double O agent?
4: I think she's a 007 agent, and and I I think the reason why they've got to kind of mix things up, and this is again just my opinion. You can tell me what you think, but I think they have hit a such a high mark. With Daniel Craig and Sam Mendez uh, directing the last couple films, um, it's really going to be hard to keep up that momentum. So unless they have a really different cast, either through gender or through you know just diversity or whatever it is, they've got to change it up, or they're not going to continue to hit a high mark. And so I think that's why they're doing it. And I think they're just they've been floating kind of trial balloons out there. They do that all the time, and. Idris Elba was was kind of, I think, in some ways, a sacrificial lamb because they threw his name out there and he got attacked by a lot of people because they said, oh, he's not Bond or he's not this or he's not that. And then they kind of then just put her out there. And I think that was all done on purpose just to kind of, you know, they're trying to kind of play around with the idea of of who the next Bond might be.
1: So they're kind of just trying to test the waters right now is what you're telling me.
4: I think so. And I think it's been convenient, you know, and for a while, you know, they were talking about Halle Berry was going to to have her own spinoff when she was um, was Jinx. Yes, the Jinx character.
1: You know, they were going to give her a spinoff.
4: Yeah. And, and Rebecca Ferguson's character was supposedly going to be was going to was going to be the next, you know, and all these different people that were going to be that were going to be the next female James Bond or there was going to be some kind of a spinoff or some thing that they were going to do but it was just kind of it's it's all been kind of up in the air and and so I think what they're trying to do is just kind of find something that works you know for the next kind of next 10 years for it
1: all right I don't know if you're going to be ready for this because we we text back and forth and it just hit me while you were talking but the last time that you were around with me you promised me a a a good uh, insider story good tidbit a good I bumped into so and so on the street and they just happened to not be wearing pants or something Okay, I mean, I know you hobnob
4: with these people. You got anything for me? You know i I did have one. <laughs> I did have one. I, yes, I, you I, did. I, I did have a Hugh Jackman sighting. That's who I. That's who I saw. Hugh Jackman sighting. Okay, yes, tell yes. me what.
1: Tell me what happened. Okay, you're walking along. Hugh looks at you. You look at Hugh. It's magic. There's 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 starlight. Tell me all
4: about it. It wasn't really like that. I, I I pretty much was in line at a Starbucks, and he was standing in front of me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of how it happened. <laughs> I, I didn't even really introduce myself you just, because, you, just, you know. You just, you just reached out and touched his jacket a little bit. Is that what happened? Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of turned, turned my back to him, to a selfie just to, you know, so people could see the back of his head, and what well, is.
1: Ben, tell me you didn't stand behind Hugh Jackman and and then and then selfie the back of his head.
4: No, I, I would like to I would like to say for the record, the only time I ever take pictures with celebrities is and it's very rare. If it's somebody that I really, really like, and and I and they always know if I'm taking their picture. I never do the sneak picture thing. Okay. A lot of people do. I'm not a sneak picture person. you didn't lean
1: in at all. You didn't say, Hey, what's up, Wolverine? did Deadpool's better or something like that.
4: I I had an urge to say, you know, I'm going to be on Crystal Duty's show. And yeah. If you could just ultimately if you could call this number on this date, I would really appreciate it. It's kind
1: uh, of your job and you told me you were going to hook me up and then <laughs> you let Hugh Jackman slip through your fingers. I don't know how you're going to get you know eventually I'm going to have to kick you off this rinky-dink podcast if you don't come up with some results. I'm just saying. I
4: I've got to I've got to work I got to work hard. I have got my work cut out for me.
2: <laughs>
1: We all know that summer is here, and for many people that means it's time to get the car ready for a long road trip. And now that we have GPS on our smartphones and in our cars, it's a lot easier to navigate these drives without getting lost. During your life and mine, you're gonna take a lot of journeys. And one of those journeys is something that I am personally not very good at mapping out on my own. It's the road to your financial goals. But there's actually a financial goal GPS that you can use to help get you where you wanna go. For people here in Evergreen Park, the GPS has a name, Tom Walsh of Edward Jones, located right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. The same things that your GPS does for you on these trips, Tom's gonna help you with your financial plan. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get to know you approach and do the right thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Rice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP, at 111th and Kedzie member SIPC the adult party
0: there were how no did kids it go,
1: overall <laughs> the adult party what did you think about it how did it go for you I... this was such a big deal for you this was, was your it was i've never hosted this many people what at birthday one time. was this what what 30 not,
0: something 30 something yes <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Younger than you.
1: So for your th- well, yeah, there's a lot of people younger than me. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't start bragging about that, okay? I mean, I'm 42 now, okay? I'm getting old. I found a white hair the other day.
0: Oh my god. I immediately
1: plucked it from my body so I could deny that it ever existed.
0: All right. So,
1: how did it go for you? Did you enjoy the adult party? I was had it everything a blast. that you wanted it to be?
0: I had a blast.
1: It was just like a party that I would go to in high school or college when there was <laughs> high drinking. High
0: school? Yeah, uh, was, What kind of party did you go to when uh, high school? I went to
1: a high school party or two, there were a little bit uh there were there were some illegal activities going on at the party, such as like drinking. And like we had you had one guy in the pool who did not make it through the party.
0: He, made he was leaning it.
1: over the pool, throwing up.
0: And he showed up about an hour before. And he was everybody the oldest guy did.
1: at the entire party. See, yeah. that's what I think is funny. Like, no matter what you do, if you are a teenager or an adult it, it People don't change. Well, some people change, but not everybody changes, you know, like some people still are, you know, leaning over the pool in their 40s when they were leaning over the pool when they were 20 years old. Right. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. And that's what he was doing. So we had to, my husband and I, we had to leave a little bit before midnight to go pick up Charlie, the cat from the ER. He was being discharged. So we were gone for maybe 15 minutes tops. I
1: know you left the people at the party. I
0: said, these are adults. This is brilliant. We're going to go pick up the cat. Right. Everything went fine. I come home. There's blood all over my kitchen tile.
1: Yeah, there was.
0: I had towels and rugs spread out all over the place because the kitchen tile does get slick. You know, if it's wet. Had all these rugs out just so I nobody was slipping One of the other full.
1: grown adults. Tell me did, what you saw. One, one of the other grown adults walks through the, uh, the patio door and all of a sudden does the splits because one of their <laughs> feet gets caught in the patio door like on the metal. Because that's what happens when you drink too much. And then does the splits forward and then stood up. And I was like, dude, are you okay? He's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, there's no way you're good.
0: <laughs> and there's blood you, all over you've the floor. you <laughs> easily torn
1: a muscle. You may be walking funny tomorrow. There's no way you're good. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're not fine because you're in your 40s and this is, you think you're fine. But when <laughs> you're no longer drinking so much, you won't be fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, all right. So I walk away, and I never noticed that he was trailing blood because he'd ripped his foot <laughs> open. You know, what I mean, like here's the thing: like, this is I was gone ridiculous... for 15 this minutes. This is the ridiculous thing about it is you have grown adult, some of them with children, and they get alone and they act like they're 18 years old again. <laughs>
0: and not leave them alone. And I,
1: yeah, you, you you're like, why? I, how could I leave these adults alone? Like I, I feel more adult. I think like I didn't do anything crazy, you know. I, I i didn't I didn't jump off the, the garage into no, the pool. You didn't. I you remember could looking have. at the garage saying twenty years ago I'd have jumped off that garage into the pool. And
0: you could have. Uh,
1: yeah, but I wasn't gonna do that. I didn't do very much at all. I mean and I shots. may have skipped I may have skipped going to the bathroom a few times and found like a, a bed of weeds in your backyard, but other than that I was pretty tame. <laughs> That's pretty dank.
3: <laughs> Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nudist basement. And the nudist basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's going to be a good one. L'Nudie's Basement, broadcast basement. L'Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement.
1: Sláinte! That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? (laughs) I felt like it.
0: The EP Podcast heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and
4: always at the
0: eppodcast.com.